Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our first podcast episode. Um, and for this podcast, wait, first let's introduce ourselves. My name's Laura. I'm going to be a senior at Northwood High School. And uh, one interesting fact about me is that I am from Canada. Wait, you are? Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who wants to go next? Wait, like which part of Canada? Ontario, Ottawa. Ontario. Yeah. Cameron? Um, I'm Cameron. I'm going to be a senior. And a fun fact about me is uh, I learned how to cut wood for homecoming. So now I kind of take it up as a hobby. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Yeah, quirky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go next. Uh, my name is Yonkwan. I'm also going to be a senior. And a fun fact about me is that uh, I recently learned how to do pixel art for a senior gift uh, session. Whoa. Very very snazzy. All right. I'm last. I'm Justin. (laughs) I'm also going to be a senior. And one interesting fact about me is I have an older brother that many of my classmates keep telling me it's really, really hot. Yeah. Justin's his, hot. His brother, brother is very hot. Yeah. His brother is very hot. Okay, wait. Can't if you don't know the story behind this, so one time, so we're all in the same honors European literature class, or we were this year, right. and uh, we were on a call together because I think we were studying for a test or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then Typical suddenly, Justin's brother comes on the screen, and he's like, beautiful, really man. hot. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I didn't. I was, I was so taken aback. I was just like, Justin, your brother's so hot. And we were in a huge call, by the way, and yeah. everybody just suddenly came to a consensus. Yes, sir. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> this yeah, podcast. If there's, if there's anyone listening who's uh, an incoming freshman and also happens to be female, yeah, this is the type of person that you don't want to be. Uh... <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of underclassmen, so for this first podcast, we want to talk about um, basically what we're looking forward to in senior year. And we're also asking some questions that underclassmen have asked us. So, or we're answering questions, not asking. Anyways, (laughs) um, does everybody want to go around and talk about what they're excited for for senior year or any goals they want to talk? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, um yeah yeah. so for senior year i'm really excited because i'm gonna be a drum major and i'm super excited for that um yeah i'm also kind of nervous though because i don't know how to command 300 people but you know it's fine (laughs) she just wanted to flex that she was going to be oh yeah definitely okay drum captain (laughs) 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 um and Very and cool. and Cameron's brass captain and Young Kwan is nothing. <laughs> Wait a second. I feel like I'm being discriminated against. Maybe you. just a bit. Maybe just a bit. Oh. Ah. Yeah. We don't talk about that. But anyways. Um. Yeah. Join yeah, marching so band. That's... You won't yes, regret it. Yes. Freshman that's our first piece of advice. Yeah. Freshman, sophomore. You know, it's juniors. also okay to not join. Uh, okay. Well, go on. Join marching band, even if you don't know an instrument. Join marching man, please. Or else That's you're gonna right. be like Yongkwan, and you really don't want to. Sai, why <laughs> am I being discriminated against? Okay, go on, please. That is one thing I'm excited for is marching man next year because I don't know marching man's probably my favorite thing out of high school just because they're such a family. I'd say that's what I'm looking forward to. Plus, we also get all the senior activities, the night prom. <laughs> that's definitely something to look mm-hmm. forward to. Yeah. Okay, you? I'll go next. Um, one thing I'm excited about next year, I guess, um, I guess I'm excited about Science Olympiad next year. Um, and, uh, I don't really say this a lot. Uh, I've been Eat. in this club for four years. Hey, Nerd. hey, 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 stop, stop <laughs> the discrimination. Nerds have rice. Okay. That's true. <laughs> I've been in this club for four years now. And, uh, this, this, uh, these past few years have been really memorable, especially to me. I've been in Science Olympiad since middle school, but mm. um, Northwood High School's Science Olympiad team really has 
like a family and family vibe to it that really like holds me uh, I really I really hold close to mm. and um it was really unfortunate last year junior uh, in junior year um due to the covid-19 crisis we weren't able to carry out some of the end of the year mm. events that we were able to uh, that we usually do such as um like uh, bonfire by the beach and um other banquets mm. events but um since i'm on board this year i'm really excited to hopefully make it up to the rest of the group yay how exciting yay young kwan <laughs> woo justin. justin oh um <laughs> Bro, marching band. Oh, yeah. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. I feel I see a pattern here, and it's not a, not <laughs> Young Kwan. in my favor. Best you've ever made. No, Young Kwan. The familial feeling you feel, the <laughs> um, the feeling of family that you have with Science Olympiad is the same thing we have for marching band. Yeah. So just like so even yeah. just even. think about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, That's Justin. True. Keep going. Except we're like three hundred. And you guys are like way smaller. Oof. All right. Um. So should we get to the questions? Yeah. Sure. Um. We gathered a couple of well, a couple. I don't know how much you guys gathered. I gathered like tenish questions that were asked by our underclassmen, and uh, we're gonna answer them. Uh, Lara, do you want to go first? Sure. So, okay. So one question was, how do you get involved in clubs? I guess I can answer this. So I know my freshman year, so we have this thing called club day. I think I have, or something like that. Club fair? Club fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It happens, I think, in October or late September, mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a bunch of clubs and their boards will be handing out like a million flyers. Um, so Kind of a mistake that I made freshman year was that I took way too many flyers and I was Me like, too. I'm going to go to all of these. But yep. <laughs> yeah, but like every single lunch going to a club was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. And like half of the time it's a club that you realize you're not even interested in. So I think mm -hmm. my advice with getting involved with cl clubs is be consistent with the clubs that you're mm -hmm. interested in. Mm -hmm. Like, go almost every single lunch unless you have, you know, a conflict. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the best way to get involved with clubs is trying to get on board because then you're kind of obligated to keep doing things with this club. And mm -hmm. honestly, being on board is so fun. I was on board uh, this year and last year for Middle East Action, and we were always planning certain events or we were always planning presentations and sometimes it got to be a lot but also I think it was a really good opportunity for me to organize myself so yeah getting involved with clubs and, and choose only maybe two to three mm -hmm. things that you're interested in because there's no way you can do more I think in the beginning of the year, it's a uh, it's okay to like spread your net wide and like yeah. look for things that you're interested. In, but you should definitely like start to narrow down on the things that you're really interested in by somewhere in the middle of the year. Yeah, and that's like finding out your likes and dislikes, and then because you don't you don't really want to be in a club that you're not passionate about because you're some some mm -hmm. of the clubs you're putting a lot of time into, especially mm -hmm. ones with community service. So you want to be able to contribute and want to be there. Mm -hmm. um, Cameron, do you want to move us along to the next question? Sure. Wait, also, um, oh, yeah. usually on, uh, so clubs usually also give out handout flyers on um, freshman kickoff day. Mm -hmm. sure. Definitely. At least we did last year, so I'm pretty sure they're going to keep doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just watch out for that information out there and then really find what you're interested in. Mm -hmm. And if you don't also, know, you can just do what Laura did because that's what I did. <laughs> it worked because I found the things that I liked and I and what I didn't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Also, I think we're getting feedback from somewhere. I'm not really sure where, but uh, so yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to answer the question, or XLR, but... Um, What's the best and worst part of high school? And for me, I feel like the best, I'm involved in a good amount of extracurriculars. And really, I, I love all my extracurriculars I'm involved in. And I think one thing I would definitely say is... Do you want to list the ones that you're a part of? Oh, uh, sure. Um, so these 
years, I was in sophomore junior class council, uh, but now I'm going to be on ASB. I'm also in a marching band and jazz band. Uh, I'm on our softball team, and I'm also in Hope Squad and California Scholarship Federation. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, so I, I really genuinely did love all my extracurriculars, and it just I didn't do any of them for the sole purpose of it looks good in college apps. And I think, honestly, that obviously, I guess, you know, sometimes it's nice to have that as a cushion, but you're not if your heart's not in it, then why put so much time into these things that you just you don't like, you know, and that's what I say to make your high school the best. Get in, get involved and be in things that you like and people that you want to be around. And I'd say the worst part, it's sometimes it's those late night studying, you know, but it really helps if you have study groups. Like we all, that's how we met because we became a study group for English <laughs> class and we crammed the night before, but it was a lot of fun. And just have a positive outlook on it, you know, just get involved in things you love. Yeah, it's also really important to like what you're doing because uh, eventually mm-hmm. you're going to have to write essays for college, right? And mm-hmm. Man, I really don't like talking about this topic because <laughs> <laughs> I have a grudge against it. But um, you're going to have to write about your activities and it'll be a lot easier and it'll actually sound a lot better if you actually mm-hmm. like what you do so you can mm-hmm. write about it a lot better. Mm-hmm. Definitely. definitely. Dude, make sure your activities are totally. what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, do not do not make your drive for doing things. It looks good on college apps because like Justin was saying, you don't, you want to be able to enjoy it. You don't want to get through high school with the mindset like, oh, once I get into this college, then I'll be happy. You want to enjoy the things you're involved in. And every, you know, you want to enjoy as much as you can of it. You don't want it to just breeze by because it goes back fast. We can't believe we're seniors right now. <laughs> oh, my God. I like, know. Yeah. So just I can't believe it. I think. Yeah. You're okay. Go on. For underclassmen, you guys are going to hear this a lot, mm-hmm. but it's get involved. Like, seriously, take a chance with everything, even if you have no idea what it is. Like, for me, beginning of sophomore year, I have a friend, and she's in technical theater. And shout out to Brie if she's listening mm-hmm. to this. But anyways, <laughs> she um, she convinced me to interview for technical theater to be a part of um, the fall play. So I was like, okay, whatever. I had no idea what technical theater did, and I had no idea why I applied, but it was honestly the best thing ever. I was a part of lighting, and I made such a good group of friends. I, um, like, it was really stressful at times, but it was also extremely rewarding when you see the final play, and you're like, I hung up that light, or I did the spotlight Mm -hmm. for this, and... It makes you, like, it gives you a sense of pride that honestly nothing else does. Yeah. Except for maybe Marching Man. But anyways, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think taking a chance, doing, like, the most random thing possible, it can end up really well for you. Totally. Mm -hmm. And, like, um, go on. Go on. No, no, no. no. (laughs) Okay. Um, And... Uh, for me, at least, a lot of the things I enjoyed about high school were going to the football games, basketball games, the dances. Uh, some people don't prefer them, which is totally fine if that's you. But um, if that's something you're interested in, definitely consider, like, going to those things, you know? I- I've been to almost every dance, and I have a blast at them. It's just – it feels nice to be around, like, your schoolmates at a time outside of, you know, school hours. Mm-hmm. I've never been. Yeah, and I think <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I'll try to go next year though. Yeah, but I think it's it's really important for some of maybe the incoming freshmen or the younger groups to realize is that the end of high school isn't the end, and college is not the end. Graduation from college isn't mm-hmm. the end. Like even getting a job isn't the end. It's like the important thing is not to get to somewhere necessarily. The important part is that you enjoy the part. Of- or they enjoy Completely. the process exactly. after after you do something so like because ultimately your life is very long and mm-hmm. you're probably not gonna remember your high school years if you don't spend like your efforts on it so make your life make this part of your life memorable to you maybe like 20 30 years down the line and yeah. this is yeah I heard this from somebody I forgot but it was quite a long time ago, but I really just recently got to really appreciate uh, this lesson. Hey, good for you, Young Kwan. 
Yonkwon, do you want to read the next question? Yeah. Um, this next one uh, is from current sophomore going to the junior year, and they were talking about how to best juggle the increased workload and how to deal with, um, like, I guess, the classwork. And um, I guess my biggest advice for that would be to not stress too much about grades and classwork. Yes, they're very important, um, both uh, for future maybe college applications or job applications. But um, I, I personally have uh, actually encountered this problem. I was really, really obsessed with grades, mm-hmm. both um, beginning of this year and last year. But um, I soon found out uh, like that by the end of the semester that I really regretted on some of the opportunities that I wasn't able to make because I was so focused on grades. And the grades usually worked out fine. So um, my biggest recommendation for that would just be to just don't worry too much about grades. Yes, they're very important. Yes, you should spend plenty of time on it, but you shouldn't like be sick over them. You shouldn't um, lose sleep over them. It's really, honestly, in the long term, it's not that big of a deal. I think to add on to that, and that's not it doesn't matter because grades are important. And you know, but grades are what we're trying yes. to say, I guess, is like don't let that overpower your character because that's gonna that's gonna get you so much further in life. And I guess if you're talking about actual you know school and how you can cope with the stress of it, form study groups. I think that was so much. You guys became such fun friends to have, you know, and we, yeah. it was just us in, like, our English class right before, and then class essay freaking out, but we were just there to support each other, and it's just, it's a really great idea, and you just don't feel so alone, I guess, in this time, but, yeah, just don't let it overpower you, don't let that mind, don't like getting maybe a be on one paper, you know, it's okay, it's okay. So, it's okay. I know a lot of sophomores, and including me get really stressed about junior year because you hear every other junior being like oh my god it's the worst year ever and I hate yeah. everything and I'm like getting like three hours of sleep a night and you just need to remember that when juniors complain about that it's because in the moment they're really distressed <laughs> but that yeah. doesn't mean that happens every day like the hardest class I took this year was probably honors European literature but mm-hmm. it was also one of my favorites because we loved that class yeah like, we always like, talked about this first of all these four people and Lawrence <laughs> Lawrence were, and Tim Rip Lawrence yeah and Lawrence Tim. and Tim they're not here but <laughs> you guys like this whole group helped me love honors European literature because mm-hmm. you all were so passionate about learning and I think yeah. that's my main thing when it comes to juggling oh, I have to do this extracurricular, I have to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Remember why you're doing it. Why do you love to play basketball, for example? Why do you love to challenge yourself? Because if when you bring it back to why you're doing all this and why you're trying so hard, it kind of, it brings, for me, it brings me a sense of relief and it brings me a sense of comfort. Like, not this stress won't last forever. And this test is going to be over tomorrow. Things like that. So I'd say, Mm -hmm. I think that's like the main thing I would want to say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Also, even on occasions when it seems like all hopes is lost, like you get a bad score on a paper or you get a bad score on a test, um, always try to look on the bright side. Like, because um, uh, going back to my own experiences, I had, I once had a teacher who told me on mindset, which is basically, if you failed, don't look at it as like, oh, I failed to achieve something. Look at it as like, okay, from this, how was I able to gain something? Um, actually, Miss Wallen this year was, Miss <laughs> uh, Wallen was our honors European liter- uh, literature teacher. Hi, Miss Wallen, if you're listening. Shout out. Uh, we all love you. Yeah. We all love you. Um, um, her attitude when like uh, passing out papers that you graded is like how um, don't just look at the grades how have you improved from this paper from your last paper um, on which areas do you still need to improve on always try to look ahead and compare yourself only to yourself I think that applies especially to Northwood mm-hmm. and Irvine high schoolers mm-hmm. always your 
your only measure of improvement is if you if you only compare yourself to yourself. Totally. And like a. Oh gosh, I just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Do you want to move on or? Wait, um, yeah. Elf, but the thing is that I think the idea I like the idea of not stressing out too much because I did that this year yeah. and it helped a lot. But it's it's way easier said than done. Like, yes. I feel like, like when my when I talk to my friends, uh, including you guys, like a lot about uh, like really difficult um, essays or quizzes that are coming up. Um, and we're always, we we always yeah, because oh, yeah, uh, there's still the pressure, like there's still the stress. Mm-hmm. Um, but in, you can like instead of just not worrying about it at all, like saying, oh, you know, um, like, oh, grades aren't going to grades don't matter that much. Like they matter, but, you know, they're not going to destroy my life if I do so bad. Mm-hmm. Instead of thinking like that way, you can also you can use it um, to actually uh, like as motivation, you know. Push yeah, if there's mm-hmm. like stress, isn't just uh, isn't something you Always should avoid. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it sucks, but you can also use it. To yeah, motivate. totally, mm-hmm. Justin. Good point. Definitely. I feel like I'm... we're kind of yellow. Oh no, it's okay. You go on. <laughs> I feel like we're kind of touching on like the idea on like how to cope with junior year, right? And I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. into that one. I guess just transitioning there. Um, definitely talk to your teachers if you're struggling in class. People undermine oh, yeah. how useful that is because if you also develop a relationship with a teacher, it makes the class so much more enjoyable. But, like, if I was struggling on a paper, I immediately would always just go to my teachers. And I can be intimidating, but it's it's really beneficial, and it lets them know that you care about the work you're submitting and you want to do the steps it takes to, you know, get the grade that you want. And they see that, and they will help you. Teachers, teachers like that, you know? Yeah. Definitely. I think they're there to help you. Mm -hmm. Going back to what Justin said about stress helping, like motivating you to do better. I always think about this like, if I moved somewhere where it's not so academically um, competitive Competitive. or there's not so Mm -hmm. much emphasis on academics, I don't think I would try as hard as I do now. Totally. And I think about that and I'm like, then I'm kind of glad that I'm here Mm because I'm really trying my best (laughs) to do the best I can and I really love the person that I am that okay I love the person that came out of this stress that came out of this effort yeah good for you yeah that's what I mean thank you (laughs) love yourself that's important too yeah like um Northwood can sometimes have a toxic academic environment (laughs) um we all know that it's like you know getting shamed for a B which is you know a lot of other schools it's like admired you know but don't let it be don't let it completely destroy your mind but use it as fuel and a reason to push yourself in a sense that's what i that's i feel like honestly that was my motivation in school that's what started in middle school you know that's what made me really start caring about grades and (laughs) i don't know if that's good or not (laughs) i mean now i do it because i like to learn you know but it's it's not a bad thing to let fuel you you know am i is that right guys yeah. yeah. Also, don't be one of those one of those kids who go around flexing their grades, because that Definitely. that stuff's so that stuff's mm-hmm. the, uh, one of the most annoying things, uh, and it actually gets everyone around you to um, it actually affects everyone around you to like start worrying about their own grades, even if they. Mm-hmm, totally. Yeah. Don't. And feel- also, don't be one of those guys who like ask other people for grades. Oh, don't do I that. I know it's, like a couple of people who do that all the time. I'm not gonna name them. Yeah. But it's one of it's pretty annoying. Because don't put other people down. Because maybe someone's grade they're proud of, but if you're like, I don't know, you know what grade they get is their business, and how they feel about it is their business. So do not get involved in that. I guess just uh, it's a really toxic mindset, and you don't want that. You don't want to be the basis of comparison. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also not a bad thing to share like. Uh, if you got some, if you got uh, good results, uh, or like grades, <laughs> it's not, mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing to uh, share them. You should yeah. with, Just you should say be I proud of well. your good grades. Yeah, yeah. Like if you share them with people who like supported you, like if you had a study group or something and you're like, oh, hey, like um, I did pretty well on this. Like I got this and stuff like, yeah, yeah. Just, that just adds more to uh, the support, supporting each other. You, you just want it to come from a good place, I guess is what we're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so our next question is, should I take hell, also known as honors European literature? And um, so sophomore year, Cameron and I, we were in the same section for jazz too. We both, we both play trombone. And there was a girl a year above us, so she was a junior while we were sophomores. And she was talking about how much she loves this class and how much she thinks we should take it. She's like, you guys have to take it, all this stuff. And I think that really did influence me taking this class. Totally. Because, you know, like, the first thing I heard when when people talked about honors European literature was like, oh, my God, it's so hard. You'll never get an A, something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, that sounds horrible. But you guys, like, that's all anecdotal. Not everybody in the class, like, does horribly. Totally. Like, not everybody does extremely well either. It's really anecdotal. And people that, okay, you're more likely to hear complaints about hell because people want to complain. That's the way we are as humans. So you're going to hear more bad things about hell than good things. But for me, I think the person that should take hell should be a person that is really willing to first of all this person needs to be into an analysis in general like if you like analyzing song lyrics or if you like thinking or if you see allusions and stuff in songs or books or whatever and that kind of excites you or not excites you but you notice it and you kind of like it hell is definitely the class for you because that was me and mm-hmm. another thing is you should be like willing to challenge yourself. And as Northwood students, we all challenge ourselves in many, many different ways. <laughs> but I think for hell, it's more like challenging yourself to think differently. It's definitely more critical thinking skills. Because Justin said this earlier, the way you think about hell after, after, like at the end of the year shouldn't be like, oh, I got this grade first semester, I got this grade second semester, I got a really bad grade on this essay, blah, blah, blah. That's not how it is. Because your thought process when it comes to English will improve throughout the year, no matter what grades you get. Mm-hmm. I think... Totally. Yeah. And, like, um, a big thing, too, is I feel like what I really liked about Honor Zero is that the discussions were really interesting. Because yeah. you're in a class with smart kids, and a lot of them... I, hopefully a good chunk of them want to be there and are willing to learn and it was really interesting because you got to see um their ideas on like the analysis of a poem and it just it was really fl- free-flowing like that and you're able to speak your thoughts but that is definitely one thing if you take this class do not be afraid to contribute to the discussion yeah. that's we all contributed a lot and it's, it's it's really it benefits you because you're actively learning and you're in part of the discussion but it's also just more fun you know, I like I like that part of the class. Actually, yeah, this is um, another thing that we kind of learned throughout the class is that there are no right or wrong interpretations to literature. There are better ones, mm-hmm. but there there are no wrong ones. So you technically can't really have a wrong answer to your answering your question. So don't be afraid to contribute. Also, this is um, kind of my personal opinion, but I really kind of thought that uh, honors European literature was similar to a science class in that it requires you to be really inquisitive and really um, analytical of what you do, as Laura said earlier. Um, And I think it takes a special type of dedication to do well in the class. Mm -hmm. But if you really like the class and you spend time on it, it's really not that bad, Uh, at least in my my personal opinion. It is not as bad as people say it is. Going on to that, it's not impossible to get an A. Don't go in thinking, I'm not going to get an A. Put in the work. You can even scrape an A if you need to. But put in the work. Go to Miss Wallen or whoever teacher you have. (laughs) Go to them and say, okay, I need help with this. Maybe form a study group if it's possible. And put in the work and you can get an A. That's it. And also, um, going back to the point of adding on to discussions that Yonkon was talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. um, it actually helps a lot with um, analysis when you're doing cold reads, which are a really big part of unit tests. Uh, yeah. Part, the, the ones that, cold, cold, uh, cold reads on unit tests is, uh, are also the part of the test that I did the worst on. 
<laughs> Maybe uh, because for, for, it's, yeah. And it's because I didn't um, contribute to discussions as much as I, I could have. Um, because but it actually just, uh, trains, it trains your um, it trains your analytical skills when you're like when you're discussing um, because you don't have that much time you can't like stay there you can't sit down and think five minutes like is this the right thing to say here or not like when you're in a discussion you just have to just say totally. it right and try to see if it'll um, if it's a better or a worse um, analysis um, but it helps you because it trains you because um, that way you can see certain patterns um, in, uh, what, for, for when you're doing uh, the cold reads on the tests. By the way, cold but reads just, are uh, like, yeah. cold reads are, for people that don't know, cold reads are what it sounds like. It's like you're reading something cold. You've never seen it before. Um, you're basically being asked to analyze it. Like a lot of the questions will be like, what is or what is the best theme that is being represented here and it'll give you like a multiple choice uh Mm -hmm. whatever Uh, another thing could be like what is the author what is the author trying to symbolize things like that and yeah I want to agree with Justin the more you participate the more you recognize your own patterns of thinking and the yeah. more you realize, like, what is the first thing I should look for when I analyze? And then what's the next thing? And what is the mm-hmm. best way to get the best meaning, basically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in addition, I think uh, cold reads are a really good way for you to see your own progress. Because mm-hmm. I think we all remember what happened on our first <laughs> test with the cold reads. It was pretty <laughs> much a disaster. I mean, but... It only got up from there. I mean, as the year progressed, as we honed our skills on analysis, our like our scores gradually went up. I mean, and we obviously we've talked about before scores on everything, but scores really ref- like can reflect a part of your learning process. And I think um, like a big part of the reason why I really learned to enjoy this class is that personal growth that. Um, seeing yourself improve drastically over time is really rewarding yeah yeah i guess like overall the question should i take on a zero i think from us i know it has a bad rep we all like the class so that maybe that can be a factor in your decision if you decide to take the class or not but yeah (laughs) also also, you can always try it and then drop it yeah no (laughs) harm yeah no harm done as long as it's uh in like what the first few weeks in the month first month. Like the first two weeks. two weeks like two weeks you'll realize if you want you'll to stay know. in this classroom yeah, yeah you'll know yeah with that don't said, worry you don't know with that said don't overweigh yourself with classes i mean some kids can handle it yeah but just um yeah don't overweigh yourself don't don't because sometimes it's not even minutes. that you're not smart enough it's literally that do you have the time of day to complete the homework required and to get the grade that you want in the class do you have the time to get sleep and eat you know don't sacrifice yeah. those things you know i mean we all kind of yeah. sacrifice that's a little mean. bit of sleep but it, that's occasional occasional <laughs> <laughs> i also know that uh, a lot of kids are probably wondering um because they're, they're probably wondering uh or at least they're convinced that they should take your class because you know helps for college things like that right like oh it's a weighted class um it's honors and the other one the only other alternative is non-honors regular class like oh no i should probably take it for college it's gonna look a lot better for college apps and also gpa but if you're worrying about that right now um then you're probably like if college <laughs> about that for college you're most likely um, going to actually uh, find yourself you're probably it's you're probably better off spending that time um, that you would spend on like all the honor zero prep and like homework um, if you spend that time on um, like research or projects um, and things that are uh, that significantly help with your uh, your focus um, like if it's if you're uh, English focused or uh, literature if literature is like your intended major then um, by all means you should definitely take uh, honor zero but if it's something else like a stem um, honestly if you're worried about the college thing 
at this point, then you should probably be spending that time with uh, the things I just mentioned, like research and projects, which would yeah. help you a lot more. And also, um, if you do end up making a lot of like projects that could be helpful to the community, then you know, volunteering and using those projects for uh, communities that need them, things like that. Um, also, but oh, if you sorry. already have like, if you already have all that stuff done, or if they're already in progress or like uh, in the works, then and you're able to manage it, then go ahead. Yeah. Um. I also want to add on what Justin was saying was mostly pertaining to if you know what you want to do, like if yeah. you already know that you want to be a humanities major, or if you already know that you want to do STEM. But for me, especially sophomore year, and even for a bit junior year I was really really unsure on what I wanted to do like I didn't know if I wanted to go into humanities or stem or even music <laughs> things like that mm-hmm. but if you're like me and you really don't know what you want to do I'd say try and take a good amount of different subjects this year so I took uh, AP world history I took honors European literature and AP environmental science and So I got a good mix of humanities and STEM and whatever. And I realized that I didn't really want to study history. And I didn't, and I, I, although I loved honors European literature, I don't think I want to go into it as a career or pursue it in higher education. But I really liked environmental science. And that's what I'm going to major in, hopefully. So if you're, if you're like Justin, and you already know what you want to do exactly, then by all means go for it but if you're like me take a deep breath and know that it'll be okay and there's also a lot of other ways of determining what you want to do so not just classes but also internships or career fairs things like that um can also really help you in what you want to do so yeah i would like to second that that was awesome lar and like just real quickly um one of the um, nice things about junior year is that you have freedom to choose which subjects and which classes you want to take. Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're, you're forced into these classes in a freshman and sophomore year, but it's freedom. And I think that's, you're able to kind of find out what you like and don't like. So yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Cameron, do you want to do the next question? Oh, sure. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's going to be fun to answer. This is, our party is actually a thing that happened. <laughs> I, I'm going to answer this from what I know. Okay. Cause I don't think any of us have been to parties, but like parties at Northwood, at least it's not like a big thing where, Oh, everyone can come. Like you see in the movies. It's, it's like, you, there's like that one friend group <laughs> that gets together <laughs> and they just invite some more of their friends, but they're like inclusive, like exclusive, is it exclusive or inclusive? Exclusive. exclusive. Someone help me. Okay, yeah. So it's not like a, everyone goes to the party. I just thought that was a funny question. So <laughs> I'd also like to add on, like, mm-hmm. I know, okay, parties are definitely a thing, but they're more for people with, like, really big friend groups. For me, I don't have mm-hmm. a big friend group, and the friend group that I have aren't, like, into partying and things like that. But, um, yeah, parties happen. You'll definitely see it on Snapchat somewhere. Someone yeah. holding up a bottle of vodka. Like, it happens. <laughs> um, but I don't don't get too sad about not getting invited. Because I know, like, before I got into high school, I was like, oh, my God, I want to go to a house party. Things like, things like that. Because I always saw it in movies, in American teen movies, where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, there's, like, a huge house party, and then the police come and whatever. And it's like, totally. I don't know. For some reason, Everyone gets mind, arrested. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, there's in my mind, pipe. I thought that was fun. <laughs> but, um, You're pong. But there are so many other things to do other than parties. And you can yeah. host your own party. That isn't illegal. So Also... <laughs> Yeah. Um, people think about this thing like the high school experience, which usually, because you're going off of movies, right? Coming of age movies, and like what people think that entails, I feel like sometimes is like, well, you know, you gotta go to a party, I have to go to the football games, do all this stuff. But your high school experience is your own, it's what you want it to be. And I'm having a great high school time. <laughs> like, same. I, yeah, <laughs> it, it's what you want it to be. It don't follow the movies. If you don't, obviously, if that's what you want, go for it. But yeah. Um, Oh, and what Cameron said about football games, uh, yeah, you should definitely uh, go to those. Uh, go to those, Support the football yeah. team and support the marching band. Thank you. Marching band. <laughs> Yay. Uh, are there any other questions, guys? 
So do we address muscular? Young Kwan had a bunch. Oh yeah, Young Kwan. I had a bunch, but they were. Uh, I think we kind of addressed them. The only one that uh, um, I didn't really get to as much is um, what was your biggest regret? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> okay, Young Kwan, you want to start us off there? <laughs> biggest regret. Oh, my biggest regret. Uh, I will push the burden of going first to someone else. <laughs> oh, God. Mm, this okay. is a hard Wait, question. I say, I say we, we put, like, a pause break time here and allow us to think a little bit, like, silence, and then we'll cut to it. Okay, guys, we'll, yeah. okay. we'll come Take back like- after the break. Beep. Are you ready, Cameron? I oh, think I'm oh, ready. Okay, okay. So... I don't know if I said it's my biggest, maybe, I don't know. I guess in high school, it's my biggest what if. That's what we're going to say. So I had done the cross-country camp summer going into freshman year. And my family had a history of running. So I, you know, I thought that would be really awesome. And I really did like the camp, but I think it had potential. Um, But the thing is, cross-country conflicted a ton with marching band. So it was kind of like I had to choose between them. And I did end up choosing marching band. Um, I'd say it's... My biggest what if, because sometimes I'll look at the track team or cross country and be like, okay, well, what if I had gone to one of those meets? You know, what I'd be like. Now I do softball because it's spring season. But um, yeah, I guess that's it. And then I love marching band. I don't regret it. And that's what, you know, kind of reinforces my decision. Like, marching band is worth everything. I I love marching band. I just love the people and the activity. It's just so awesome. I love it. So yeah, that's it. (laughs) I think, mm, I think my biggest regret is. I think I placed too much importance on the friends that I made in middle school and I assumed that they would last throughout high school Hmm. and that was a mistake on my part because I I was I was too naive to realize that I'm going to meet a lot of new people and I'm going to be a part of different activities than my middle school friends and because of that you're like naturally going to drift apart and that's fine. Like, it's not going to be a huge fight or anything that breaks up a friendship. It's usually just, like, drifting apart. And totally. I was really, I was really, you know, I was thinking about it and I was, like, bummed because I was, like, I really like these people and I want to stay friends with them all the time. But then I met, but then through Marching Man, I met so many more people that were more my people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed my time with them and I really enjoyed spending time with them. And so I think my biggest regret is just not accepting change, especially when it comes to friends and also just in everything, mm-hmm. accept the change because year is going to be a different year. We didn't know that COVID-19 was going to happen, but we have to accept this change because what else can you do? So yeah, I think that's my biggest regret was, like, at first I didn't really accept change. I love yeah. that. I, I repeated that a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, um, actually, mine was a little bit similar to that. Um, because, oh, there was a couple of things I regret. I'm not going to say that not joining Marching Man is my biggest regret. <laughs> I refuse to say that. But um, feels there was pressure you to join next year. This yeah. coming fall. Hey, 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 hey. Going on, going on. Uh, I guess one of my one of my biggest regrets was um, quitting tennis. I suppose mm-hmm. because um, I played tennis uh, since uh, eighth grade. Honestly, mm-hmm. I mean, when I went into high school, I tried out a couple of different sports. I tried. I played water polo for one Whoa. semester. And then I found out that that, that didn't work very well. I found out that didn't work quite well. And then I played tennis, and then I got really into that. I got on the team and all that, and uh, I played throughout my sophomore year as well. But then when it came to junior year, and I heard that um, there was more demand for more courses that you have to take in order to uh, somehow elevate your GPA and Northwood kids especially have this issue because of its uh, curriculum but we'll get into that later (laughs) sometime but I it was really 
I, I felt really pressured that I have to take more academic classes instead of um, tennis, which I really enjoyed, but I was kind of forced to give up. And then that kind of became one of my biggest regrets because um, I think what I learned is that high, the, your high school experience is lot, a lot more than um, just the one faceted academics or it could be um your if you're if you're an athlete it could be it's a lot more than just athletics um i think it's really important to not limit yourself to the thing that you think is most important it's really important to be involved in a variety of things and this uh, if you're if you know what you're gonna get into in the future, maybe this doesn't apply as much. But I definitely think being multifaceted is what makes you a more tangible person to be able to like to get to know with it. It's really because tennis really exposed me to a new social circle that I was never exposed to before. And I met a lot of good friends um, through tennis, uh, tennis matches. Sometimes, many times I get beaten by my friends, but um, it's, it's all that socializing process that you lose out on if you try to limit yourself too much. I think wow. also, wait, before, before you go on, Justin, um, Youngquan, when you were talking about like multifaceted, that's also really important. Like, if you're still thinking about college and you're like, oh, my God, I'm going to apply and I have to do essays and stuff. When you're multifaceted, that's when you're going to write or that's when essays will come easiest to you. And as I'm, like, looking at these different prompts, because oh, I'm no. sorry, guys, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, you see it. Sorry. Give me, like, five minutes. I'm just going to talk about this a little bit. But looking at these different prompts and stuff I think about all the different activities I've been a part of academically and non-academically and I pretty much it's like I have a story for each one and not not each one but like I have a good amount of stories that that I wouldn't have had if I didn't do technical theater or if I didn't do marching man or if I didn't take this one class like really try and be as present as possible in all different parts of your identity. So on your social side as well, extracurriculars and academics. So it's really just like a blend and a balance between all of those. And that's when you feel like you're going to be the most well-rounded student that you can be. And that's honestly what the most important thing is just in life in general to be well-rounded but also, I guess, if you really want to think about it in college applications. So, yeah. Go on, Justin. <laughs> yeah, that also goes back to the point I said earlier that or reinforces the point that I said earlier, where uh, if you find more things that you're, that you're, that you're legitimately passionate about, then it'll help. It'll, uh, your essays will come a lot easier and they'll sound a lot better because you'll have mm-hmm. stories to tell for each one. All right. Um, so I guess your regret. Yeah, my regret <laughs> is not. It's okay. It's really weird. It's kind of niche, but it's not utilizing the internet enough to learn new things. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, I think I started using the internet a lot more my junior year. Um, because with all the junior stress, I was like, you know what? I just want to learn something else that's not part of school. Uh, and then wow. I got into a lot more things like. Uh, While well, I'm majoring in computer science, so I found related things like robotics and data science and Ooh, machine learning and AR. That's admirable. Internet, because okay, like everything's on the internet nowadays. Um, as long as you have access to it, you can literally learn almost anything. Um, it's like a really niche privilege that we have, but it's you should take advantage of it. Um, so also, be, uh, I also regret it because uh, in sophomore freshman and sophomore year, we were forced into uh, the humanities classes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and and sometimes you're just uh, and it's really different from um, from the freedom you have in junior year to like take whatever courses. 
as long as you get enough credits to graduate, obviously. Um, so if I had found, if I had uh, found what, found um, things to learn online through the internet in my first couple years, um, it would have helped me actually get through it a lot uh, easier. Um, dude. You're good. Oh, you're doing good, Justin. I like that topic. That's, that's awesome. Really. Yeah, that's important. I like that. Mm. That's really cool. And I like how you found what you you found what you you know wanted to do, and that's you because of that. You know. Yeah, I like that. Like Very just cool. a reminder. Ten out Norsa of ten. doesn't have every class possible. I mean, oh, like, yeah, we don't have. I don't know. There's like definitely a lot of different classes that we don't have like we don't have like a data analytics class or anything but you can still learn these things it's not like oh i'll just wait until college you like what justin said the internet is available to everyone and there are online classes and youtube videos and whatever and those are super important and i'm really glad that you brought that up justin so thank you that kind of wraps us up for this first episode and this was a really good run um i'm really glad that we were able to think deeply about this and we all had really interesting ideas so if you have any more questions don't hesitate to contact any one of us um or instagram yeah instagram (laughs) um yeah does anyone else have any other closing remarks uh, visit yeah, our website. Oh, wait, you've yeah. Visit our website, which you're probably gonna find this on, hopefully. Yeah. And yeah. also, if you made it this, if you made it this long, thanks for listening. Yeah. You are loyal. We appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. Thank Ooh. you for listening. Thank right. you, everybody. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.